Chris, lad, we're here again. We are, mate. These we days are... come round fucking quick, don't they? These weekly, you know, every every seven days. Every week, these come round quick. Oh, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good, but we've had some lovely feedback on them, which is a cool thing. Have we? By who? Yeah. Oh, mate. A name, them. name them and shame them. Former client, we can't name them and shame them. Ah. Well, we can do first names. Probably, could, probably could, could be fair, couldn't we? Big Stevie, client of mine that's been with us for God knows how long, actually. What? Probably, probably in fact, he's known me my whole career uh, in this, which is quite funny. And then, yeah, he picked up the podcast, started listening to it, and he went, oh, love the podcast. You know what he says? He goes, that Chris has got some expletives or something like that. I went, oh, oh, oh he's got a potty mouth. I said, hey, I said, we're not holding back. This, this, this is like where, it's like my release. It's like my my release. Like to be fair, I, on social media, I do. I'm a I'm a bit more foul mouthed. I'm, I'm you know what? I am very well behaved. Actually, I have you know in front of clients on the gym floor for the most part. That, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Right, you're on the gym floor. That standard of professionalism. This we we said it from day one, didn't we? Expectations like that. We were just gonna just be chilled. There was no there was no barriers. We we can we can talk about authenticity in a bit because we just had a conversation about that. We have that, that rolled off the tongue then. Authenticity. That, that was good. Tell you. Happy days. Better for me. I, I know where we're starting this week, though. We're oh. starting this week. So I think, like, following our new little theme, you know, like when we think about the past seven days, like the uh, the biggest things that have happened, uh, the things that stand out for us. And like I just mentioned then before we jumped on, was, you know, about the like the power of mindset. So for those that don't know, um basically we host an exercise execution day obviously for our online clients it's a great chance for people to come down you know go through um you know basically a whole session on the gym floor we do it over like five and a bit hours and it's about educating you know the individuals that we're working with to help them literally take their confidence i mean i I can say literally it would take someone's confidence from level one up to level 10 you know again the feedback that we've had from that has been uh, remarkable and it's also about helping people realize what's possible all in that one day and this is this is why i wanted to bring it up because it really stood out so one of my clients who i work with online basically said, uh, you know, they've been struggling with deadlifts and they were like, I just can't get past 70, right? This is the power of mindset when it comes to training, okay? Knowing that she couldn't go past 70, Chris decided, okay, because he was running this bit, Chris decided to load her up with 80 kilos on the bar (laughs) without telling her, knowing full well that she could lift more. And what happened- I was going to say, there's definitely a disclaimer here yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let everyone know that I had analysed and reviewed this client's deadlift across a warm up set and then another set. So I'd seen a, I'd seen her execute this exercise a couple of times, given her a few tips and a few a few tweaks that she potentially needed to make. And to be fair, her deadlift was pretty good, pretty solid. Um, but having seen her perform through two sets and her repeatedly saying to myself was. I just can't get past 70. I just can't get past 70. 70 is my ceiling. It's my ceiling. Um, you know, cleverly distracted her from me just popping extra few extra weights on the bar, talking her through the key coaching points that we'd gone through, told her to then begin the, the set three, which was, I'll let, we'll let Rob carry on from, from there. Yeah, it was literally like, you know, like says he jumped in set three. So without her knowing, added the weight to the bar and you know and off she went and what did she smash out 10 reps 12 reps T- 10 10 reps and there was more in the tank yeah or she could have gone heavier 
again even more so we'd essentially increased it by 10 kilos and added on a couple of reps i think she said it was around eight to ten reps was where she was struggling at 70 in yeah. her head was where she was struggling with it and um and you know this is even even from from myself this was and we talked we talked about like training psychology and improving confidence and improving mindset even for for myself this was actually a really big confidence boost because of how I was able to diagnose certain things and offer some tweaks and then have the confidence in knowing that she could go further and this is something that I've developed over the last probably six months um, in terms of some yeah. of the development that I'm doing but that's the that's the power of coaching you know is relaying those um those tweaks in a right in the right manner delivering it well making sure that the, the client's focused and also that they are actually mechanically correct in the way that they're about to pour, perform something and have the confidence to know that because part of the disclaimer is i wouldn't just do that if i wasn't confident in her ability or their ability should say yeah we wouldn't just throw throw away at her and watch yeah, we wouldn't just chuck you chuck you with the bar and then go right just just go and do 80 it's not as simple as that there's obviously a bit of training some 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 habits have been built confidence you know was was there or thereabouts um kind of deterred from your point here but i think it's really, really the, the, those those limits that we have for ourselves when we think we're at a ceiling or we think we're at a threshold when you could actually be much further down the track than you think. Yeah. I think it was so you know the time recording this tonight, we actually have our um our, our mindset webinar coming up tonight for our uh, optimized clients. And you know, I know that one of the slides on there is talking about, you know, like uh, your your unused potential, area of unused potential, which is effectively what this is that the only limitations that we have are the ones that we place on ourselves, right? And that's exactly what this client did. And not just what this client did, it's what so many of you do out there, okay? And the reason is because you don't actually know what you're capable of, right? So in your head, you just go, well, I've never been there. I can't get past this. Now, if someone says, I can't get past a certain point, the chances of you getting past that point are pretty much zilch right? Absolutely zero. It's the same thing if we relate this mindset to an individual who's going through a, you know, a weight loss or a fat loss journey. <clears throat> if you've got two individuals, one that, for example, in their mindset says, you know, I can't do this. And another person that's mindset is, I'm going to do whatever it takes to do this, which person's going to achieve their outcome. The person that says, I'm going to do whatever it takes to achieve this, not the person that says, I can't achieve this. person that says, I can't achieve this, okay, will get so far, and then they'll get pulled back. This individual that says, I'm willing to do whatever it takes will keep pushing. I think this mindset on lifting just shows that, you know, when you don't know something as well, like that, you're capable of so much more. So it should open your mind. I'm sure it will have opened that client's mind about the fact that they can perform at the next level. Okay. And sometimes it just needs that little nudge. It just needs maybe even this podcast, right? If you're thinking now, do you know what? I wonder what I'm capable of, right? There's a great thing that we say on that exercise execution day, which is give it a go. Okay. What's the worst that can happen? Literally, especially if you're on machines. If you go on a machine seated leg press per se, right? You're in a safe, 
um, you know, environment. You've got the structure around you. There's less stress going to go through your nervous system, all of this. So if you sit on that machine and you push that weight up, okay, well, you've got the strength to be able to lift it. Then you just control that weight back down. If you can't lift it again, you can't lift it again, but you're not going to hurt yourself. Okay. So it is about this. And that's, I think that's the biggest fear, isn't it? For people is they're scared to try the next weight up. They're scared to push the training to the next level through fear of injury, because what they think is they think that they have to go when they increase the weight, they think they have to do 12 reps, you know, 15 reps, like the set rep range. I have a great thing from my own training where I go, cool. If I'm a little bit, maybe unsure of the next weight, I'll encourage myself and I'll say, just give it a go. Pick that next weight up and imagine that your life depends on lifting one rep of this weight. And if you've done one rep and you go, that wasn't so bad, carry on. See how many you can get. Because it's that one rep, once you've done that one rep, that gives you the confidence to go, I can lift this. And nine times out of 10, I can lift this. And that wasn't so bad. Unless you're literally a one rep max. Okay, that's that's a different story. But not I, I doubt... Any of you listening to this will be listening to me and Chris for our advice on one rep maxes. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be coming into it. So I think we're safe on that. So yeah, I think just 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 pushing it, just just taking your training to that next level and not being shy just to increase it, providing, like we speak about all the time, Chris, don't we? Providing that you have the stability, you have the control, you know, you basically providing that you have mastered the movement. If you haven't mastered the movement, stepping up in weight is pointless, right? You will hurt yourself. But that's the reason where most people do hurt themselves, right? They don't master the movement. They rush and rush and rush to lift the heaviest weight possible. Okay, that's not what we're saying here. Like Chris explained, he went through the whole check. Client was in a good place. They were happy with it. They just told him they couldn't get past this. Chris was happy with their movement. He challenged them or without them knowing and off they went and they performed it. Yeah, I see this every day. But I, this this, yeah. this happens with me and clients in the gym every single day. Like breaking down these barriers, breaking down these limiting beliefs. Now, when you can start to do that on your own in the gym, the rewards are twofold. So much greater because I'll have conversations with with clients in the gym and I'll talk through, right, the last time you performed this exercise, how was it? This was your weight. This was your reps. Yeah, you know, it was really, it was really tough. Right, okay, well, let's, let's try this. Let's maybe just bring the reps down ever so slightly. We'll go from 10 reps to six reps and see how you go. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay, let, let's give it a go. 10 reps later, they've just performed, you know, let's use the leg extension as an example or the seat leg press like you've just said. And you go, well, you've, you, you've just agreed to doing six reps, but you've just done 10 pretty not not to say comfortably but it was a challenge but you've got four more reps than essentially what you inverted commas agreed to which is you know breaking down barriers and then there's that sense of yeah fucking hell actually i'm a bit stronger than i thought or that that has now actually made me think have i been limiting myself when you can go into the gym and start doing that yourself and breaking down those barriers yourself the rewards are even greater. And that's where the, the training mindset just goes on leaps and bounds. And again, that'll probably never, ever stop. And again, there's expectations around this in terms of when and where you can do it, in terms of what phase you're in. If, you know, if you're in a calorie deficit and you're in a deep calorie deficit, it's probably going to be a little bit harder, but you should still definitely be looking to break these limiting beliefs in the gym. Um, but, but yeah, and, and obviously depending on the movement and you might not be able to do it on every single movement throughout your workout. You might be able to do it on two or three, but pick and choose the ones that you're you're more confident with, you're more comf- you're more comfortable with, but mastering it first, or at least 
being really solid and consistent at executing the skill because that's what it is it's a skill and we talk about we talk about this on the ex- exercise day a lot is that this is all about learning skills acquiring new skills reinforcing other skills because we have people that have done the day three times now i think like you know it's not a case of just coming in you're going to be an expert because we're not we're experts to some people but we'll always be improving ourselves like i was in the gym the other day posted something on social media rob's giving me shit in the dm saying come on, mate you'll be performing that better and it they'll always, be critique. Yeah. They'll, they'll always be critique and that's fine like there, there'll be tempo things, there'll be range of motion things, there'll be machine setup things. Like there'll be all these things, and that's fine. Um, but the more you get into that mindset of it's a never-ending path of excellence, you'll then actually start to test the waters. And 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 Rob just made a note in in the notes for this, which I'll let him go on to. But test yourself, push yourself. Like stop going to the gym and ticking a box. Stop going to the gym and. Yeah, I'll just stay within my rep range. I'll stay within my comfort zone. This is what I did last time. So I'll just go again with that. Like, you're not going to see any progress. You're not going to feel as fulfilled. Yeah, you'll tick a box. But imagine going into the gym and adding 10 kilograms onto your deadlift and doing three or four reps more. Imagine the feeling. And I've just made a note there of like the impact that that then has on other areas of your life, not just in the short term, because then you'll leave the gym. Let's say you train in the morning, you'll leave the gym with a buzz, you'll go into your day going, right, I'm now going to push myself and test myself in other areas of my life. You know, you there might be a project at work that you actually, you've been doubting yourself on something. You're going, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go and do that and give it my all and, and you know, work an extra hour or, or whatever it is to get the absolute best out of this situation. The impact that it has and, and like the, the gym and training hard and pushing through these barriers is it's um, addictive. It can be like, if you do it properly, it can be addictive, not like like drug drug abuse addictive, but you can become like slightly obsessed with it. It gives you that, that feeling of right. That that's, that's going to totally change my mindset on these other areas. It will change your diet and the way that you, you, you view nutrition. Because if you start fueling yourself with better nutrition, you'll be able to push yourself even more in the gym. So it's it's twofold, and these things compound over time. And if we always talk about like training and nutrition and, and mindset, they all go hand in hand. If one of them is falling down, the others are bound to be falling down in at, at some stage. So it's really really important to to when you get this opportunity and you, you're in a good you're in a good place, push yourself, test the waters, because you'll you'll be amazed at what you're actually capable of. Um, and I think it's. The, the, those days or the, the especially last last weekend where it probably was a little bit more hands-on than it has been previously um you know we started to open a few people's eyes on jesus christ yeah actually it is yeah and i think like you said testing the waters is the big thing and that's what i put in the note was about like you know using amraps as a test so for anyone that doesn't know what amrap means it means as many reps as possible and why do i say that because sometimes i say sometimes very very often um beginners and i'm even going to say to intermediates right probably even some advanced people if you put a rep range in front of someone they will stop at that rep range and they will think that you know they, they will make it hard to the end of that rep range but the moment that you just tell yourself right and this is what what we do is what we teach clients to do as well is test the waters right do you know what if you struggle to progress for a little bit in your last set forget the rep range 
forget the rep range, but do the weight that you've just lifted in the previous set and go for an AMRAP. That way you've deleted any kind of rep range that you're aiming for. You literally, your rep range is as many reps as possible. And the amount of times people, I mean, of my, what, 10 and a half years on the gym floor, whatever, the amount of times I did this and clients literally like that would blow their previous thing out the water. Let's say they've been doing 30 kilos on a chest press, you know, for um, 12 reps. Well, suddenly they're doing 30 kilos and they've gone and smashed out flipping like 26, 27 reps. And I've gone, so probably time to increase that weight. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Okay. It is honestly, it is one of the best tools that you could possibly use. Delete the rep range from your head and just in your final set, just go, you know, I'm going to do as many reps as possible on this weight. It gives you a great inkling because then if you go and do that, let's say using that example, staying with it. If you do 27 reps with those 30 kilos, if that's what I said, then the next time you go into the gym, if your rep range is actually eight to 12, right, you're actually going to move those 30s, potentially even to like 36s and go, well, what, what am I like? Can I get to eight? And you might do the same thing. You might then go, you know, eight reps at 36s, then eight reps again, 36s. And then you go in the last set, right, I'm going to unwrap it, right? And you actually get to um, 16 reps. Flipping heck, I can do more than 36s. This is how you find your level in the gym. And this is how you um this is how you continually like make progress, but also get insane results in shorter amount of times, uh, in, in a shorter amount of time, but also make sure that it is um you know sustainable. You're not having to train seven days a week, you're just working effectively and efficiently every time you do train, okay, and challenging yourself, I think is the big thing because. Like that client, without knowing it, she was staying within a comfort zone, okay? And, you know, we managed to obviously uh, showcase to her that she was capable of so much more, or Chris was in that instance. So, yeah, I think it's it's a huge part, isn't it? And I'm glad I brought it up because it did it really stuck out in, in my mind. And like you quite rightly touched on, the impact that it's had on other areas of her life, you know, it was what she put on Wednesdays. Right. Uh, sort of wins that we have in the group. She put that on there and she said, you know, like she felt, you know, buzzing with it. She was amazed by it. Thank you so much to Chris. You got me past that level. And it was just incredible to see that because you know that that'll have a profound impact and give her, you know, huge amounts of energy going into other aspects of, of the life. It is, it is, it is massive. Like, and we, we, we use the term um, with, without challenge, there's no growth. Right. And that's, that's from that's from a mindset point of view. Like you, you need to put yourself in situations that are challenging in order for you to grow. This is exactly the fucking same. Like you need to physically challenge your body in order for it to change and for it to grow. Like if you're getting comfortable at a certain way and you think, oh, I'll hit a ceiling, then the, nine times out of 10, that's not the case, right? There, there's other ways that you can progress that and challenge your body. And it's all in your head. It's all in your head. I, 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 had, a, I had a client this morning in the gym and, and they were giving me feedback and oh, it just doesn't doesn't feel quite right. I feel like this. And I like I filmed the, the set and I was like, it, look at it like it's all in your head. Like you are putting a really good stimulus on the muscle group that you are trying to work with that exercise. Like get that out of your head because you're performing it really well. The sooner you get that out of your head, the more you can focus on actually potentially progressing it. But because there's this doubt of oh, I'm not I'm not potentially it doesn't quite feel right. There's just this element of doubt, so you've got to, got to flip it and almost. And there's there's a there's a there's a quote um, that I'll nick from um, Kirk Miller, who I've listened to some of his podcasts recently. Um, like being being the 
um, hardest worker in the room. Every time I've gone into the gym this week, myself to train, that's been at the forefront of my mind. Be the hardest worker in the room. Like, and you guys listen to this. When you next time you go to the gym, go in with that at the forefront of your head. I'm going to be the hardest worker in this room. You will get either ridiculous amount of PBs or you'll get a few extra reps out because it, it totally, it's totally flipped my mindset. Not that my mindset was weak in any way, but it just made me think to always remind myself in my rest periods, I'm going to be the hard, hardest worker in the room on this set. There's not anyone else in the gym who's going to be working harder than me in this next set. I'm telling you, it genuinely, it changed my whole focus and intent. And I, 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 I thought previously, week before, that my focus and intent was pretty good. Going and doing the exercise, execution day was another thing, was another reminder for me that I need to do it. And then this was just another layer to that. So it, it, it honestly, little things like that, you'll all have your own little mantras. That's one that's worked for me. I'm not saying that'll work for you. You'll all have your own. Rob will have yours. We've all got our own sort of people that we follow, that we listen to, that offer us some inspiration. But th these little things that you can hold true to you, that work for you, that for me, that's a little tool that I'm going to use going forward. It'll get it'll get me a few extra reps out and push those barriers and break down those barriers and those limitations in my sessions, which is only going to have positive impacts on my, my training, my nutrition, my life outside of it, my work. Um, and I, I can't emphasize it enough. Ho hopefully that's coming across in how passionately I'm talking about it, because that it is that massive and you're only in the gym three hours a week, four hours a week tops, probably fucking make the most of it because that period of time can have such a big influence on you outside of the gym in the other 12, 13 hours of your day that you, that you're awake. So go make the most of it. Don't, don't pussyfoot around and you know, oh, you know I'm going to drop the weight. That was a bit tough. That bollocks. Come on. You're here to train, train hard, be the hardest worker in the room. You'll notice a difference. Be consistent with it. A few weeks down the line, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, I'm much stronger than I ever thought I was. Yeah. And that that touches on, like you said, like we'll all have our own mantras. It's literally, I took this from um Tim Grover. Okay. Tim S. Grover, uh, the guy who actually trained like Michael Jordan and all of those. And I remember him saying, like, you know, uh, people or people would say to him, you know, how can you make the best better? He went, That's my challenge. Right. And and he just said, like, it's a case of setting the standard, you know, like. You're, when you go in there with the mindset of I'm going to be the hardest worker in the room, you're setting your standard. You're not you're not performing at maybe like the lower standards of some people in the room. And, you know, I, I again, like linking to someone else who's a big name, you know, Tony Robbins, you know, he said that, you know, your standards will set the tone for your life. Right. Literally, like the quality of your life will be the quality of your standards. If you've got shit standards, OK, in your life like that, you're going to get shit results. Simple as that. And, you know, and the other thing that um, Tim S. Grover says is like, you do whatever it takes. And he used to say this, obviously, you know, this is obviously on an athlete perspective, but it's the same thing. Like, you know, when we look at our lives, you know, um, you know, or like, you know, the general population people like you guys probably listening to this that we work with, like, are you doing whatever it takes to get the, the outcome? in relation to your circumstances. I think that's the big thing because people will go, oh, well, that's not relevant to me because you're talking about elite athletes. No, 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 I'm bringing it back to square one because we've worked with people, you know, who have got young kids. And I I actually had, uh, you know, an excuse coming of late, right? Of someone, oh yeah, I've got kids and I've got this and I've got that on. And I went, hey, I went, I get that. But do you know what we know? 
we know that we've already worked with someone who's had young kids, who's had a busy job, who maybe travels up and down the country, who's struggling with injuries, all these things. So because we've seen somebody like that with very, very similar circumstances already go through a process and completely transform their life, do you know what we know? We know that it's possible because what that individual did was they did whatever it took in relation to their circumstances to get the result home. And that will look completely different for them than it will do for Chris, than it will do for me. But what they did was they set the standard for their life. They were no longer willing to tolerate the shit standards that had got them in the position where they were, where they were unhappy. And I don't mind saying shit standards because I'll be blunt. I think 90% of the people, when they come to us, right, they've got shit standards, right? That Their standards for themselves, they've got shit standards. And the reason why they're coming to us is to raise their standards. And we can also, you know, so that we're relatable on this, like our standards, right? You know, we've got our own standards, but once upon a time, my standards were nowhere near what they are today, right? They, they, they were horrendous. They, they were They were shit. So, you know, we've been there, we understand it. And yeah, I just, I just love, love what you said on that. And like I said, I think a big takeaway from this is that, you know, the quality of your life will be the quality of the standards that you set for yourself. And that will obviously initiate initiate huge change within you. Yeah, we, we, we actually had a um, webinar yesterday on the uh, PT mentorship that I'm on now. It was delivered by Dave Godfrey. It's called... Um, and he he delivered and spoke about perfectionism versus high standards. I actually shared on my story because it was just some of the stuff was just pure gold, um, and it it was so just relates so heavily to what you've just said in terms of um, you know we, we get clients come to us who've got shit standards, but they go from this nothing place to this all place, this all or nothing mindset. It's like, well, my, my standards are shit, so now I need to be perfect. Well, if you're going to chase perfectionism for eight weeks, what are you going to do after that eight weeks? You're going to chase perfect, which, by the way, is impossible. So your standards, if anything, you don't have any standards because you'll never get standards because it's impossible to get perfect. It's having high standards and being consistent with those high standards. So and this when we preach this all the time. So we, I did a webinar a good couple of months ago about raising the bar, raising your standards. Now, it's think about the high jump. This is the analogy. It's not about like think of like Olympic high jumpers. They're not raising the bar fucking three inches at a time. It's a millimeter. It's a millimeter every single time. It's not, it's not big jumps. Can you raise the bar that millimeter compared to last week? Then the week after that, a millimeter each time. That's what it's about. It's not about going, right, I'm gonna fucking overhaul my whole life now, totally change my standards for a short period of time. Cause you're just gonna fall straight back. And you're going to yo-yo, and you're going to go in that cycle. Um, and 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 this this was this was what um, uh, Dave Godfrey said was um, when you're chasing perfectionism and you're trying to go after that, everything's got to be perfect. My nutrition's got to be absolutely to the gram. You know, I can't I can't drink alcohol now. I'm going to totally not do that anymore. I'm not going to socialize. I'm going to compromise everything in my life. Like that's not sustainable because you get you get far too bogged down in the minutia of things get far too bogged down in the details that you forget the bigger picture of what your life's about, what you truly value and what you hold dear. If that's spending time with your family and enjoying a, a gin and tonic on a Friday night, you can fucking carry on doing that, have high standards and get the body and the, the, the life that you want. High, highly energized, eating well, staying hydrated. These are all really simple things. There's another quote I want to bring up in a minute, which has really stuck with me this week. 
And these are really it's simple things. Like quote, quote city, in it? It's quote <laughs> city, mate. I've spent some spent some time on podcasts this week. Um, but it, it's it's like those those simple little things seem so so simple and so basic, yet we don't do them. Like like I say, we, you guys who are listening, potentially don't do them. And this other quote is, "What's simple to do is simple not to do." And I was like, "That's fucking brilliant," because because we see them as simple. We just think, oh, it's just easy to do. Like, I'll just, I'll just do it. Well, why don't you fucking do it then? Eating your fruit and veg, drinking your water, getting high protein. These are simple things to do. Well, why aren't you doing them then? Like, these are standards. That relates to you and your standards and what you hold true to you in terms of what that's, how that's going to get you to that bigger picture goal. The sooner you attach those standards and those, those basics, the brilliant basics, and you're relentlessly consistent with those and you attach it to the bigger picture... But then you'll start seeing the progress. But you, you you can't go with this idea of keeping the same shit standards that's got you to where you are now. Your standards have got to change. And that it is going to look different for everybody. And that's the key that you said, Rob, is like, yes, different. Like Rob's standards in certain things are far superior to mine. They just are because of Rob's run a business for, for, for over a decade. I've never run a business. So my standards in, let's say, some admin work are far far inferior to rob's that's that's fine i'm cool with that that's chris's presentation skills far superior to mine exactly so let's flip it so my experience of of of, of working with you know with powerpoint or these you know presentations and that's something that i've had a lot of experience with so my standards with that are right things have got to be aligned a bit better the transitions have got to be better things got to come on the screen at the right time rob's like let's just dump it all on and be all right but but the, but that's a prime example of different and, and we can we've talked about comparison syndrome and all that kind of stuff before, but your standards relate to you and your lifestyle and what constraints and demands you have onto you. So you're gonna have to look at those and analyze those and pinpoint where you can raise the bar each week. It's not about raising the bar in all different areas at one. Like if you do that, you're fucked. Pick a couple of areas where you think, right. Yeah, okay, so my training is probably somewhere I do need to raise the bar. I'm not training hard enough. I'm not pushing myself. I'm staying in my comfort zone. Right, that's your target this week. That's where you're going to raise the standard. Don't worry about the other stuff. Do that next week. Next week, right, nutrition. Yeah, I could probably, probably focus on just increasing my water intake a bit. That's how you're going to raise the bar next week, week after. So you see the pattern here. And and essentially, that that's a process of our weekly check-ins with our clients, isn't it? It's that's us giving right. our clients, right, You've had a fucking brilliant week. You've, you've, you know, you've everything's moved in the right direction. You, your nutrition's been on point. However, your steps have been a bit crap. Let's fucking raise the bar. Come on. Yeah. As an example, I, it might not be as blunt as that. I'm a bit more empathetic, yeah. I promise. But like, it's it, these, these, these are the things, and it's about, and um, um, that's for us is what what we're we're massive on, isn't it? Literally, literally, and I think like you know, one big thing, by the way, guys, that you can hopefully take as like a question away from this is when you assess it. So I'll just remind you of like the four key pillars of health that we work around. You know, we've got your mindset. Okay. We've got your nutrition. We've got your training or your exercise and we've got your sleep, which is your recovery. Okay. When you look at those four pillars, ask yourself this, which one of those, okay, will have the greatest impact on your life this next week or on the result you want. Okay. And that's the one that you focus on. Okay. At times, some clients can handle us working on all four in one go. 
what the majority of people can handle with us working on one, the one that's going to have the greatest impact on your result. Right now, if that might be your nutrition, great. Let's work on your nutrition. If that's your training because you've got your, you know, because your sleep's in a good place, your head's in a good place, and your nutrition's in a good place, then let's push your training on, okay? You're always looking for which one of those four pillars is the one that's helped, like, like leading to your downfall. And I've made, um, made it very much... Uh, public in the past that usually when my life gets a little bit out of control it's usually because my pillar of sleep has literally capitulated it has fallen apart when i pick my sleep up and start to focus on that guess what my mindset enters into a better place my nutritional choices start to improve and my training obviously starts to pick up so understand that concept and obviously it goes a lot lot deeper than that something that we we coach literally we're about to start coaching with our guys obviously in the optimized program and we coach the one-to-one guys as well but if you understand the concept of those four pillars linking together identify which one is leading to your downfall potentially right now or which one you know that if you were to work on would have the greatest impact on your result. And that's it. <laughs> We've got to leave them with that, haven't we? We can't, we can't carry on this podcast anymore. We've got to leave them with that. It's literally on the nuts and crannies, but I, yeah, I, I, do you know what though? I mean, it's not so much a rant today, is it? It's actually, I feel like that's, you know, what we've just sent over there you know and record a few guys is you know hopefully like you know really valuable and you get a good insight and it starts to pose some questions to you but you know there's a quite a few big big takeaways there you know in terms of you know the only limitations that you have are those that you place on yourselves um you know the mindset behind the lifting uh, the mindset of you know basically going in with the arm wraps going to that next level and then obviously Kristen bringing up about like you know setting your standard being the hardest worker in the room is going to be critical for you to get to where you want to get to. Um, you know, and then obviously what I've just wrapped up with there. So, you know, th there's, there's a huge amount, hopefully you're going to take massive value from if you have guys as well, like, you know, please share this to your Instagram stories, to your Facebook stories, to wherever you can share it. If you're sitting there going, do you know what? I've got family, friends, someone else who's going to find this valuable please share it with them. Uh, we, we really appreciate that, you know, spreading the word about, you know, what we're kind of like doing here. And yeah, obviously you can follow us guys. Predominantly our main place is obviously on Instagram at robabbis.rca or at chrismeek.rca. And I should throw in Facebook, which I've never thrown in before, but there is the RCA Fitness page at RCA Fitness on Facebook as well. So obviously you can reach out to us as well across any of those. We're always happy to answer questions and, you know, provide you guys with advice to be able to help you. So yeah, thanks for listening, and we will be back next week with another round.